Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles the rich and uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> I'm going to introduce you to Molly Malshine. She is famous from Space Trash Podcast. And she actually is going to do a PowerPoint that she just made right before your very eyes. Please welcome Space Trash's very own Molly Malshine. Thank you, Sarah. I'm so excited. I've been dying to talk about this with you all week long. I have an idea. I think since we're going we're gonna to be having a panel discussion about Will Smith smacking Chris Rock, we are going to talk about this on the Space Trash podcast. My suggestion to all of you is what if I make this into a cheeky little MP3 and it becomes the podcast? That's literally what I thought we were doing. I'm in. But if anybody doesn't want to be on the pod, just put it in the chat and we'll cut you out. Or just don't talk. Okay, everybody, this is now officially a Moonual Space Trash. Space Trash Live! If you speak, you will be on the podcast. Identify yourself. Drop your socials if you want to get followers. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Share my screen. I know how to do it now. It's seamlessly. Okay. There are more than six reactions. Okay. I mean... (laughs) There are more than six reactions as the lead-in is awesome already. (laughs) The title of this PowerPoint is the six top reactions to Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. There are more than six reactions. I want everyone to vote in the chat about their favorite reaction, okay? Because now here's a disclaimer. I am agnostic about these reactions. I'm a mere observer. I do not believe in or disbelieve. Well, I disbelieve in some of them. Um, none of these are, are my personal feelings. They are the things I have seen floating around social media, like so many nickels and dimes in the laundry machine. So just keep that in mind and don't get mad at me for the extremely stupid tweets that you're about to see. Okay. So again, pop in anytime, say what you want to say, pay attention to the letter that corresponds with each of the reactions Whatever number G is in the alphabet, that's how many there are. And you can vote for your favorite one, the one that you agree with most, the one that you identify with most. The first reaction that I saw on social media was, someone could have died. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh-huh. These are my two fa- My favorite was Judd Apatow. He could have killed him. That's pure control rage and violence they've heard a million jokes about them in the last three decades they are not freshmen spelled wrong in the world of hollywood and comedy he lost his mind very quickly judd apatow his followers reminded him that he allowed james franco to push busy phillips to the ground on the set of freaks and geeks like 
15 years ago and never did anything about it. And James Franco only faced any consequences like two years ago and it had nothing to do with Judd. So Judd, of course, deleted this tweet. I think pretty much everyone made fun of it, right? Was anyone like, yeah. You mean to his, to to like him being like, somebody could have died here tonight? Yeah. That's what, um, yeah, that's why he deleted it. Well, definitely not my number one take. Like, it was like a little love tap, you know? It was like Will Smith got up there and immediately was like, ah, I can't knock him out. And was just like, bink. It was, no one was going to really? die. Bro, he could have hit him a lot harder. He definitely could have. He could have punched him in his face. And he didn't. Right, he's, he's way bigger than him, too. And he was Ali. Like, come on. The second, and this one was even more funny. This one destroyed me. This woman has disappeared off the face of Twitter after she tweeted this. Emily Porter, MD. Just a reminder. I, I mean, this could be a Russian bot is how stupid this tweet is. <laughs> this, is, this, is <laughs> this is the best. Just a reminder that if Will Smith had slapped Betty White for a joke she made, however insensitive, she easily could have fallen backward, cracked her skull, and died of a brain bleed. Same <laughs> with Bob Saget, obviously. <laughs> Wait, so two already dead people. <laughs> this lady no is one. just listing dead people. <laughs> Violence is never okay. I'm team hashtag take it back. Why would Bill- Will Smith ever smack Betty White? <laughs> no, but that's actually a good question. Let's think of like if there if anybody can think of uh, I will send merch to anyone who can think of an actual good reason that Will Smith would have actually wanted to punch Betty White. <laughs> if she said the N-word with a hard R. Boom. Sending you merch. Put your, you will send me your, yes, we're getting you merch. That is exactly why. Because Betty White said the N-word. Boom. That's Don't exactly. disrespect my exactly. fucking disrespect. That's my will impression. I'll work on it. But that's exactly right. <laughs> Elena, you're never missing a manual again. Very good. And I love that Bob Saget made a cameo. It just reminds me of the Nene Leakes gif. Why Now why am I in it? Why am I in it? I don't know. Even if if Will Smith put his entire weight behind Bob Saget, I guess Bob Saget could die from it. Wasn't Bob Saget like 6'7"? Yeah, Bob Saget didn't even make the memorial this year. He didn't and he's been in movies. That's true. That's why I think this lady is a Russian bot and her wires got crossed because she was like, oh, Bob Saget is trending as well. He must have been frail and beloved. Like we, we, I have to throw him into. So, okay. If you think (laughs) if this was your reaction to the slap, drop a letter A in the chat if you dare. Okay. The second reaction that was rapid. Oh my God. Fast and furious. Will Smith did this because he abuses his own family. This I saw a lot of, and a lot of women, I will say they were women with a complexion very similar to mine, (laughs) saying, this is what my abusive ex said. Love makes you do crazy things. And it's like, I don't think Will Smith and Chris Rock are dating. Wouldn't rule it out. Hollywood's (laughs) crazy. But a lot of people were saying, excusing violence in the name of love sounds like the words of an abusive man absolving his actions to his spouse and children. One other <sighs> person, one person actually was brave enough to tweet, oh, now we know <laughs> Jada abuses Will. <laughs> what? 
The only thing abusive is actually probably when she started that red table talk and he was like, please, we don't need to air all this to everybody all the time. And she was like, sorry, Will, this is my project. That's not abusive, actually, but I could see him being like, you are abusing our, uh, like, what's it called? Like, our, our privacy? I don't know. Well, privacy, but like, like you know, our, our lifestyle. Yeah. So this was a stretch. Obviously, as you can see from the lady in the bottom right corner, I think that was how people felt. I get it. People are triggered by, like, the mention of love along with a slap, but don't tweet it. Don't make it about you, you know? It's not – I don't know. Okay. That's so, so if this, vote for Vote for B if you feel um, that everyone's abusive in the world. <laughs> I mean, kind of, but that's not how I would have tweeted it. Right, exactly. C, Will had a point. Now, this was the only time that Black Twitter and Piers Morgan were on the same side of the fence in you, recorded nah. history, I think. <laughs> that's an incredible – Venn diagram to have figured out. Really good work, journalist. Thank you. So a lot of people were like, yeah, if you make fun of someone's wife, you might get slapped. And honestly, I get it. And like, if my fiance slapped someone for making fun of me, it would be, it wouldn't not be hot to me. Like, no, I have to say, this was the this was one of, I mean, Will Smith's obviously attractive, but, like, this actually is kind of how I felt, and I don't think it's just about this one joke, and we can get into it, this is what I want to talk to you about, but, like, this has been brewing for a long time, and I actually have never been more attracted to Will. I yeah, loved it, it. He didn't get up there like Rocky Balboa and pound the shit out of him, you know? It was like, it was like a token slap but also i'm not a guy i've never been in a fight i don't know but so okay people were saying we understand why he did it like i understand why he did it keep other people's spouse or partner out of your mouth if you don't want trouble with them and then piers morgan called it snowflakey bullshit um oh. i understand why he did it if he thought incorrectly rock was deliberately mocking his wife's alopecia um so yeah i don't know what's everyone's take on this i mean and it was brewing for a while like Chris loves to make fun of the Smiths. He makes fun of them all the time. They are like one of his favorite people and they make it easy. They take themselves very seriously. So like it, he, he always makes fun of them. 2016 Oscars. He mentioned them many times. Um, and this clearly was like the last straw for Will Smith. And I think for her based on what it looked like her reaction was. So it did seem like it's, this has been building. It wasn't, and, you know, for, for Judd Apatow to say they're not freshmen in the world of Hollywood, they understand what's going on. Um, yeah, they're not, and they do get it, but it has been, like, I I, guess, I think they're sick of Chris Rock saying all this shit about them, I guess. Everyone reaches a point, eventually, where they're like, I can't deal with this shit no more. And who knows what's going on in their life, personally. And I mean, low-key, he... He slapped Chris harder than people slap their dogs. <laughs> like, so maybe he did have a point, you know? I don't know. He's kind of had a point. I mean, maybe he didn't need to do it in the Oscars, but regardless of whether it was real or fake, some sort of point. I think if it was not related to a medical condition, he wouldn't have done anything. I think it is 
Although I want to say, if anybody's going to be like the fucking spokesperson for Alpecia, Jada, God picked, she looks fucking great. Yeah, <laughs> like, of course she looks beautiful and has a perfectly shaped head and is like rocking it. She's comfortable with her new crown. I'm like, you are the fucking coolest. She's, I thought, I fucking stand Jada so hard. But I do think that this is like a long time, because even in 2016, in interviews, Will said after the fact, I almost slapped him. Like, I was ready to slap him because he was making fun of Jada and Will so much. I also think that we really don't give credit to Will Smith as Loki the LeBron James of television that he is. I mean, he was super famous at 18 and then has been in multiple, like, not even the Oscars or anything, but, like, award-winning movies. He has such incredible range. This guy is a talent. He also has one of the most solid and progressive families and is absolutely a, a family man and an example in every way. And I think we just, we make fun of this dude so much. He's such a, like, butt of the collective jokes. So I think that, like, him doing it at the Oscars, which also was full of bullshit fanfare anyway. Everyone's talking about Ukraine and everyone's talking about this and that. It's like, okay, but then, the, but why, if everybody really cared about, about all the things going on in the world, we might not actually have the Oscars. Who the fuck actually cares about the Academy's picks? You know what I mean? I mean, we care, we don't care who cares, but it's just like, you know, I think to do it on a public platform, it wasn't just that he was slapping Chris. He was basically showing you like, hey, by the way, fuck everyone. I'm not like, I'm not like little sweetie. I'm not little sweetie, cucky boy, bitch boy, Will. It was also a double entendre joke because it not only was referring to her hair, but it was referring to the, the affair, like a younger affair. I believe in the movie G.I. Jane, she has an affair with one of the younger. Sar- Sar- oh, I think that's a, I think that's a stretch. I don't know. I think. He's really at his, I think Will is just at his wits end. And I think he wanted to do it publicly because I think he wanted everybody to know he is not to be fucked with anymore. And we can talk about it at the red table next week. Yeah, I I think he is sick of that. But I also don't see him as a laughingstock personally. I feel like he's super respected. The only thing I hear people really joking about is like, the Scientology shit, which is weird. And, but I do think it's very clear that he's going through something. I mean, like, obviously he shouldn't have slapped anyone, right? but it's also not the end of the world. And like to then go and cry on stage after it was a little Brett Kavanaugh-esque. Oh no, I love that. Oh, you thought that was Kavanaugh? I actually loved it. I thought it was, I thought the speech, and it was so funny hearing my dad talk about it was like, I was almost like dad, like, like, my dad's like, that was such a self-indulgent speech. Like, it's like, I don't know. I think for him to stand up there and be clearly shaken and crying and I think embarrassed and just saying like, look, what this movie was about was vulnerably and, and you know, vulnerably in scary ways standing up for your family, but no matter what, being a stand for your family. I don't know. I thought it was kind of poetic. Yeah, but also I think... Richard Williams actually came out today and was like, I don't think I ever would have done that. Or like, I don't condone that. Oh, well, you can't have it say it. We don't, we don't condone hitting. We don't condone hitting. Right. Unless it's a racket. Unless with the racket. Hit him with the racket next time. Will? Yeah, I guess a tennis racket wouldn't hurt as bad. Unless it was the wooden (laughs) old ones. Okay. Another thing. I can't even believe this is a theme. Wait, say it again? I can't even believe that this is a thing. They... Obviously, you know, a lot of white privileged people, oh, this is violence. Uh, they've never lived in a Latino home. 
Well, right. It's like the people, I mean, obviously we don't want to condone violence, but it wasn't like, he didn't like fuck, he didn't punch him. Yeah. He, right, he didn't pummel him. Like, he, he didn't like, slap. Yeah. He was, it's funny, but you know what? Like, Will's a pretty cool guy. Yeah, it's cool. But I think it's also goes to tell you how fucking boring these awards are. Like, come on, you need a bit of action there. Like, come on. Dude, I had the exact same thought. I was like, wow, this is actually the most iconic thing that could have happened. And it is really good for ratings. And it and look, actually... I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if Chris and Will are in on it. They're entertainers. Come on. Come on. It wasn't even a real hit. Come on. Well, there you she said it. it. Okay, it the, next, awesome. thing I, the next thing I saw was, you know that meme that's like, last year, last week I was a... Uh, ukraine foreign policy expert this week i'm this and this week all those people are alopecia awareness allies so i had all of these twitter threads explaining alopecia and instagram graphics and all and then other people just talking about how hot gi jane is so that was an interesting (laughs) departure from the debate of just the people who focused on that i don't know Okay. If this was your reaction, vote D. I do think G.R. Jane is hot, and I think Jada looks fucking gorgeous, but I do think it's probably not something, you know, I think it's not a, you know, I don't think anybody chooses to be bald because of a medical condition, you know what I mean? It's like, it would be different if she was like, I'm doing it, you know? So it's a little bit like, it's not a Britney Spears moment, this is like... You know, she, yeah, she but was... also a Britney Spears moment is arguably also was caused by a medical condition, too. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Whoa. Whoa. And also, I just, I don't think Chris Rock knew she had alopecia. I think he did. I didn't know, and I'm on the internet all day you long. You didn't know. Molly, shame. No, I had shame. No idea. Shame I had no on idea. your name. Shame. Everybody knows. That's because you were at a bachelorette party. Don't worry about it. Yeah, but I, I didn't know, know either. I will say I thought part of the G.I. Jane joke was because she had a green dress on, too. But maybe I'm just dense. So. Oh, my God. Put I it in the chat too. if you didn't know Jada had alopecia. Yeah, I didn't know. Blasphemy, bro. I fucking have been on it. But I'm also just like a true mega. I'm a mega fan. You are. You are. And I love her. She looks effing incredible. Like, she looks gorgeous. That's why I thought she had. I thought it was a voluntary look. Yeah, because, like, no, that's why she's going to get an alopecia deal out of this. I hope that whoever, the Alopecia Foundation of um, the Americas hires her. Yeah, definitely. Nope. Um, okay, this was my favorite. After years and years and years <laughs> comedians complaining about snowflakes and being triggered and traumatized by everything under the sun, we saw a lot of people in the comedy community come forward and claim their status, their new status as protected citizens. (laughs) (laughs) And it drove me up a wall. So the first one I saw was Amy Schumer said, this was insane. I could not figure out if this was real or fake. Her Instagram (laughs) post, I think we can all agree that the best way to unpack what happened is to stream my series, Life and Beth, and see me on tour this fall. But for real, still triggered and traumatized. I love my friend Chris Rock and believe he handled it like a pro. Stayed up there and gave an Oscar to his friend Questlove and the whole thing was so disturbing. She also said she was stunned and and shocked. Triggered and traumatized. I just think that (laughs) five minutes before this happened, 
every comedian in the world was like making jokes about people who say that they're triggered. Not every comedian, but it's been a it's been an ongoing topic. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I think Amy has a lot she could be triggered about and traumatized by, and I don't think this is it. I mean, I want to be like Amy. You've worked the road for a million years. You've never, like, been traumatized or triggered at a show of your own when you're standing. Like, do you know what I mean? It's like, that's, number one, it's part of being a comedian, uh, like, fielding. Not that we should expect violence, but that's the thing. I was also hearing, like, now people are just going to take, like, carte blanche and just get on stage and punch the comedian. First of all, people have been. Mm-hmm. And they and they barely get kicked out of the club anyway. Second of all, no, they're not. It's Will Smith. Right. It's a different And thing. she's not traumatized by it. It was maybe uncomfortable. I thought she did a great job, though. I was really proud of her when she came out and was like, I was getting changed. It's, I, I loved her. I thought she pivoted perfectly. I liked the comedian that we all knew. Yeah, that was good. And then, like, I don't know. I hate to say this because it is really annoying and insufferable. But when there is a literal war that's dominating the news to say that you're triggered and traumatized by watching two multiple <laughs> slap each other is a little really ridiculous (laughs) yeah it's a victim mindset it's a victim complex of how am i gonna make it about me like how many times how many times has someone been shot and literally killed by a cop in the news and no one has said they're triggered and traumatized i mean like on some real shit this is what people are triggered and traumatized by that's insanity that just brings the whole bullshit meter to it like come on well not to mention if you're gonna be triggered and traumatized by it don't in the same post plug your show and your tour (laughs) exactly and it was a carousel of images of her having the time of her life at the oscars also like if all these people are like you know at the time when he got the oscar everyone gave him a standing ovation and then afterward all the news is like well the oscars people told him to leave and he said no and everyone's triggered it's like okay which is it you all have brain worms like you can't have it both ways either what he did was unforgivable and he should have left and not gotten his oscar and you're triggered and traumatized or standing ovation like you're an emotional hero it's so crazy how it's the same people doing both well and i think what we're talking about um is ultimately like herd mentality so it's like okay if everybody's standing and clapping we'll stand and clap and now if we're all thinking about how actually like violence is like showing this kind of violence is actually like a bad thing for society well actually now we're against it it's like right the exact everybody's just flipping so fast it's like okay let's all agree of course under every circumstance violence that's all we can violence is not the way a thousand percent but you know what he wasn't, like, I don't know. I just think there's a difference between violence and, like, a little roughhousing. Yes, among yeah, among so elites. Cool. They're elites. His state, his, he could walk on stage because he's that big that his seat was at the stage. It wasn't like he took a long walk up there with his fucking, <laughs> here we go, here we go, gonna take him out. He, <laughs> he jumped, he sauntered on stage, gave his boy a slap, and then was like, don't mess with my boy. And I think she probably was like, well... I'm done with any entanglements now. You are that dude. No. I mean, they're still going to have entanglements. He deserves, like, a few, and they all deserve it. Let's all have entanglements. Let's fuck around. On, with consent, like, because we all agree to that free love and whatever. But I don't know. I just feel like this wasn't, like, violence. I mean, I've 
I don't know. There is, is anyone from Montclair? Sonia Covington slapped me once. I, I, we've been, I've been slapped. We get slapped. We get slapped. Yeah, sometimes you get a little love tap. It's the wor- way the world works. It's like different. Like I said, it's different between that and pummeling, losing your mind, pummeling someone. There's a huge right. Right. So then also one of the one of the uh, venues in Manhattan. I forget. It was either the Stand or Stand Up New York made a poster that says like no slapping comedians. I guess, and it says. Comedians play a critical role in our society, especially during times of chaos and uncertainty. <laughs> I'm sorry. A hack G.I. Jane. Love Chris Rock so much. He's my probably favorite living comedian. A G.I. Jane joke from 30 years ago is not playing a critical role in our society. <laughs> right, right. It's not a great joke. It's not. That's not what this Sort is. of a reach. A bit of a reach. A corny joke. It was the corniest joke. And like, out of everything to say, it was so corny. It was like a dad joke. And I love him for it. Like, I love him. But like, this, like, this whole thing of like, comedians are the like Moses of current day is I don't know it's getting a little much and it's not funny it's the opposite of funny I the opposite of funny right yeah another thing too is like um it's all the same comedians who like defended Dave Chappelle for the transphobia and were like stop crying about it it's just a joke then like the second something like this happens they're like comedians are like this bastion of free speech and it's so important what we say and so meaningful and it's like which is it like pick a lane yeah 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 and like ableist jokes are kind of violence too just speak like just because that was right right 100 percent. sorry yes i agree yeah. And even that's okay because we all need to kind of get comfortable with some, not that it's okay or not okay, but it's like we do make a lot, we make a lot of jokes and we sometimes have a slap or left tap. It's just like at the end of the day, earth is violent. This is a fucked up place. If we can bring levity, we can try. And if actually we go too far, we can get a left tap. Yeah. yeah. Even as a woman, I'm not going to roast <laughs> another girl's boyfriend or her husband in front of her because she's either going to be like who the fuck do you think right. you are or she's going to think I'm yeah. flirting with him I'm not going to uh-huh. do it because everyone has a different line I think what this is showing is like everyone does have a different line because what was kind of the 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 school of thought before for all comedians was like everyone needs to stop being babies about just words and now that's sort of change i mean but it isn't just words because he did slap him and i do think that is a difference but i don't know it's just going to show that like everyone has a different standard of how you should react to a direct insult to your face you know which of course i i don't think it's as insulting if he didn't know she had alopecia and i do think it's possible he didn't know but like it there you i think all of us and i say this as someone who also does stand up need to understand that actually like some of the words could get you smacked and there's a big portion of the world that feels that that is justifiable. I think I think that that I think that Will laughed at first, and by him laughing at first, and then realizing that Jada was insulted by it, that's what created him to have to go up there and actually slap him. It was it was because as he he was he thought it was funny, realized that it actually offended her, and it triggered him at that instant. It was it was a it was. You were breaking up, but I think I totally get your point, and I could see that happening. Like, 
Yeah, it makes sense because he didn't realize that she was going to take it badly, and then he was like, "Oh shit!" Straight up. But isn't that also just projecting that you're in his head? Because some people do performative laugh, like. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he might have just been doing a nervous laugh, especially knowing he's yeah. in the front row and it's just like a nervous laugh. It's just all right. This nigga really ain't that funny, but ha ha! You know, everybody else is laughing. Like. I feel like people forget what they're like in certain situations. Yeah. Where yeah, you just get the crowd. It's kind of like just what humans do. We get wrapped in a hive mind sometimes. But it doesn't necessarily mean that he actually thought it was funny. It doesn't Right. Even... It, well, possibly he didn't even hear the joke. I mean, how many times are you at a comedy show or even just listening? How many times are you in a conversation with anybody where you're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're like, wait, what did you just say? Like, he actually might not have even been listening. Also, again, it's a 35-year-old movie. He could have been like, what the fuck is G.I. Jane? I don't remember. What was that? What was Bruce Willis? What? Like, he, How did everyone remember G.I. Jane so quickly? That's so funny. Right. But you're right, though. He wasn't like, he wasn't like, <laughs> yes, Chris, yes, Chris. Clearly, he was just like, uh. Right. He was sort of just like being in the character of audience, respectfully watching a comedian do jokes. Like, at the end of the day, we don't know. It's just weird to keep projecting an assumption when we're not in his head. Well, and it's so, it's actually so interesting. I love put, you putting it that way because it's almost like those first takes that everyone has, it's, it's, we, like, he's also given us an opportunity to project our shit. And I think there's, especially during this Aries New Moon and Aries season, there's sort of just some self knowledge to, uh, dig into there. Like, whatever your initial reaction was, not that it's right or wrong, and whatever you project, whatever you think Will is thinking, or whatever you felt, or whatever, it's just an interesting thing to, it's so like removed from us, actually, that we get that clear, like, I think this about it. And then, and then we can go, okay, interesting, without judging it, without making it right or wrong. It's like, like for me, when he did it, I was like, oh, hell yeah. I fucking loved it. I feel so weird that I love it. Everyone's like, wow. Like, what is your tolerance for abuse? Like, gee, what do you think is right? And I'm like, oh, oh my God, oh my God. And then I'm thinking like, what is my responsibility as an entertainer, as a public person or as a podcaster or whatever? Even with you, Molly, I was afraid to discuss with you because I was afraid to tell you how much I, I, I loved it. <laughs> you always make me sound like such a stick in the I know, I'm so, but no, it's not that you're a stick, but you do have a lot of integrity and you're really like a good person. And, and I... You know, I felt like, oh my God, am I just like pro-violence? Have I just like been abused and I just normalized it? Like, you know, well, I, so I think it's just an interesting, like, this is a wonderful thing to happen out, like, it's, and, and uh, Nicole, I cannot wait for us to discuss Will's chart and then talk about the astrology, but it is so the astrology of this new moon because this new moon is with Chiron, the wounded healer in the sky. So this really is the kind of reaction that somebody is having from a primal place and it actually doesn't even merit judgment, really. It's actually just, it is literally primal. He had a primal reaction. He had an opportunity to get on stage and do something that I happen to project onto him think that he's been feeling for a long time. I think he feels, if, I don't know. Yes, you're right, Molly. He gets cast in a bunch of good shit. He's had a, you know, I mean, I, and there were some great jokes that came out of it. I loved some of the jokes. If it were The Rock, would he have hit him? Not Chris Rock. The Rock loved that joke. This is why he didn't get an award for Ali. Thought it was funny. Good joke. But at the that end of the funny. day, it's like, I don't know. I feel like we have made him the butt of jokes. And I feel like we kind of do, we, I don't know. That, yes, of course, they've chosen this life where they're public figures, but I don't know. They have two extremely, like, progressive... I mean, those two kids are 
brilliant. They are great fucking parents. They are great fucking parents. My nipple just got hard. I fucking love the Smith family so much. I cannot, like, I know I could cry. I love, I, I stand them so fucking hard. But it's like, it's like they have had to withstand the winds of societal change and actually be this, like, anchor as the future from behind like we're all like oh my god entanglements oh my god like willow and jaden are you know like they're they're poly or they're post-human or whatever like whatever they're weird you know um like gen whatever x or they gen z gen x what are we i don't even know what gen z well you know like willow and jaden are are like they're not nepotism celebs they fucking rock and it's because they have parents that fucking rock and they raise them to be independent like independent artists who think for themselves and who who aren't afraid to be um against the grain and now the grain is catching yeah, but up i still them. think they're nepotism celebs because i mean yeah they're they, not they're nepotism yeah celebs. like they by definition as, yes they couldn't be as radical as they are if they didn't have that automatic into hollywood because no one would give them a chance you know like they kind of have the freedom but that's great and i'm glad they exist it's just it is it is aided by nepotism in my sure mind. But it's not the same as like Lily Collins being like, can you believe I was a bad girl one time and now I'm in a, in a Netflix show you like. It's like like Jaden and Willow take risks. Right. They're doing it the Jane Fonda way, which is, yes, yeah. you get your foot in the door through nepotism and then you're using it for good and yes. not just sitting back and being a textbook movie star. You know, like it is, it's it's using that that go- that for good. And Sarah, do you want to unmute and say it or do you want me to read your comment from the chat because I love it? Oh, you can read it. I don't know what did I. What did I? I love say? that you're now just telling me to uh, read it. You're now unmuted. What I bitch. got. What I got. <laughs> everyone has some kind of trauma. Honestly, that was my biggest takeaway from watching all of this. Is like I watched my head spin, and then I stepped away and came back, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" Every single person I know has trauma. It's just like dependent on where you're sitting, basically. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Okay, F. We're almost done. This was a really weird development. Protect Kristen Dunst. Wait, that was okay. Tell us more, but I, I yeah, LOL, same page. This so was funny. So weird. So, That's so okay, funny, Mom. I guess there was a bit where Amy Schumer called Kirsten Dunst a seat filler, jokingly, and like everyone jumped on this trend. It just goes to show that like cancel culture is not dead because everyone saw that people were out for blood with Will Smith and they said, Ooh, who else can we get? And they said, let's get Amy Schumer because she made a joke that was disrespectful to Kirsten Dunst. That was clearly being read off a teleprompter and approved by all of them ahead of time. 100%. And, and that's why she made the Jesse comment too. She's like, Jesse loved you in year of the dog. They were both in year of the dog. Like, like, it was a, it was, yeah, anybody coming to, to Kirsten Dunn's defense at this time is truly probably not here on the Zoom manual, but I am here. If you're here, you're welcome, but I'd be shocked if you were here. It's, it's truly yes. not the vibe. It's truly not the vibe. It's the wrong conversation. It is actually missing the nuance of humor and joking. And it's dumb as shit. Kirsten's fine. She's great. And she, it's actually condescending to think that this is an example of Hollywood mistreating her. It's like, dude. Yes! She's in on the joke. She is like one of the most accomplished actresses of our generation. She fucking gets it. This isn't Hollywood mistreating her. Like, also, just because she doesn't have an Oscar yet doesn't mean that Hollywood mistreated her. She has really not done that many, like, 
Oscar bait roles. It's, if anything, Jumanji. She's an yeah. indie queen. Bring right. it on. Yeah. No, it's crazy. It's like, she's fine. I think she would probably be insulted if she was reading that all these people are like, oh, poor Kirsten. She's always the bridesmaid, never the bride. It's like, do you know how hard she's been fucking working since she was eight years old and they made her kiss Brad Pitt, who was like 40? Right! She's she's fine. She's in on the joke. She gets it. And so many people were saying it. And then finally, I think enough people tweeted like, yo, it was a joke, you fucking freaks. Um... But yeah, if anyone in the Moonyuel was on the Protect Kirsten Dunst train, we just hope you're okay. Throw an F in the comments. This was option F if this was your favorite reaction. If Kirsten's who you're actually worried for, we're worried for you. Yeah, like to be like, this is my chance to cancel <laughs> Amy Schumer, which I didn't say she should be canceled. I just said her caption was stupid. Tacky. Yeah, but like to get your pitchfork out and be like, let's go for someone else. This like, is so crazy. So crazy. So and on behalf crazy. of someone who's doing amazing. Okay. Um, this one was my favorite. Also watching the 2022 Oscars is everyone's own personal Ukraine. No one's. Really oh oh my God. It might have been traumatic to see actual violence, not Hollywood pretend violence on live TV. It was deeply unsettling to watch it and to rewatch it as we all have. No one bargained for that. Honestly, I, I, it's more than I bargained for. I have not been interested in the Oscars for years and I am a film student. I am a filmmaker. I've worked, I worked in the film industry for, uh, over a decade. I, this technically, if we do it right, by the time we're in the Mooniverse, you know, the meta, the Mooniverse of the Metaverse, we will be filmmakers again. Okay. I mean, yeah, just, um, this is the most interesting thing that's happened in the Oscars. Maybe of all time. Yeah, she says no one bargained for that. Um, yeah, because no one bargained to actually be entertained while watching the Oscars. And the Bro, exactly. Certain didn't bar certainly didn't bargain for this much ratings and this much attention. Like, and passion. Yeah. For his wife. A okay. So, sorry, sorry. Elena, do you have a thought? Please shut us up. These white bitches, we are dumb. Uh, I'm just like Given, I mean, really, just to get really real and to take it dark, given the amount of times I've been watching my people get shot on the internet, and that get shared, this is the most motherfucking violent, traumatic bullshit to you. <laughs> like, all of this, this entire fiasco is bullshit. It's like, to me, it's like, oh, if the uncle's like popping off at the cookout, that's, that's essentially what it was. That's exactly what it was. That's literally. That's exactly it. what it was. And actually, it's kind of like what Nicole was, I don't know if you have gallery mode on, but people are clapping. But that's, that's like what Nicole was saying too. It's almost like, let me, let me throw this out there, but what you just kind of sparked in me is like, it's almost like this is something that like, people can use as a way to like almost pretend to care it's like yeah we don't want to get into we don't want to get into the 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 violent shootings we don't want to get into the i mean razzy we just watched that whole documentary the police and this is no offense to anybody we're we're not i watch svu okay i'm not i'm not like i'm just a person here trying to figure it out too okay i like benson i don't love cops that i've met okay and i come from a drug dealing family okay we're fucking criminals so i don't know either as a white person we're still not safe so but either way it's like 
the bottom line is the reason that the cops even exist is as a originally as like an actual slave patrol. That's yeah. what it is. So let's not act like this is just like something that happens just now and again because sometimes the cops get shook. No, actually, they're they're doing what is passed down generation generationally as their literal job, and it's built into the system. It's completely systemic. But we don't want to talk about that. It's way too dark. So it's like actually wills violent, and now we're perpetuating black on black crime, and it's like what? Like right? It's such an acute. Dist- Distraction from actual fucking issues that nobody wants to tackle. Nicole, what do you got? The real issue is we got all these white elitist people out here fighting for the Oscars. (laughs) Have not fought for any real cause, but people are still commenting, still subscribing, still being a part of the conversation when it's like, okay, how about we take a little bit of that energy and drop it somewhere else where it would actually matter? We could really make waves here, but nobody gives a right. shit about being real. Right, waves. nobody actually cares. Nobody actually wants to make a statement about something that is controversial. It's it's almost like the reason this is so controversial is because on some actual, like, human level, it's, it's non-controversial completely. This was a slap. This was a backyard pat, par, backyard slap at a backyard party at an event that for them is a backyard event, and they're sitting at, next to the stage, and these are people that know each other intimately. This was not that big of a deal. If he, right, I, I want to say, I guess I go back Wait, Sarah, with- can you just not yell? Because oh, sorry, then I'm going to have to oh, spend sorry. more time editing. This is the story of our pod, you guys. You don't know how much when we podcast, Molly's like, look, I need you to have a normal range to the microphone and just keep it even, okay? You're, you're up, you're down, you're th- too theatrical. I missed the stage, I guess. But it's just like, yeah, I, I feel like this is such an easy thing for people to make their, like no let me show you like what a good person i am and i take a stand against violence it's like no you fucking don't you actually don't i'm i'm sorry you were traumatized amy by the oscars but actually uh i don't think it affected you at all so what's right. what's up with that maybe you should really get some help then because you're a you're a little thin skin for someone who literally has it all I exactly all of these people have it all all of these people are coming from a super privileged place on so many levels and the thing that's really crazy to me about it and why I made reference to Piers Morgan earlier is that the people who are complaining and pearl clutching clutching are the liberals and I'm like you guys sound like Nancy Reagan <laughs> getting scared about rap lyrics mm-hmm. like, you realize that right like mm-hmm. you sound like Laura Bush we saw the beginning middle and end of that confrontation and right right well and i thought i I gotta say just personal don't yell just don't sorry sorry sorry. i gotta say i gotta say personal note comedian to comedian i was proud of chris rock i was proud of will smith and i was proud of schumer in that moment specifically i thought chris was really i thought he recognized that it wasn't an attack on him or whatever i think he recognized the pain in his peer and the love in his peers actions this was not he wasn't attacking chris okay he didn't come up there with a knife and shank him okay that would be a completely different conversation also interesting and iconic but so glad that's not what it was okay and i thought chris very quickly he didn't have a big joke there probably the right thing to do but what he did say was funny so going wow this was just the most iconic moment in television of all time he's right great great pivot good job the people are in his ear talking i'm sure he's trying to just settle it he was completely poised and took it and it was cool um and then amy coming in being like sorry i changed 
what happened? Did something happen in here? The mood shift? I thought that was a funny moment, too. I was really proud of all of our entertainment peers, and I thought, great, this will be a fun moment to, to pass along. They're going to do it. I'm just excited about the Red Table Talk. That's actually the thing that I'm the most excited about. I just want to hear the Red Table Talk of this, because otherwise, it, it, was, a, it was almost a non-moment because it was so it was impactful on one level, but it also was was pretty low impact. Chris is was, Chris is okay, and it was a contained moment. Chris is okay, exactly. Like it's over. But now something else that is really shitty is how the Oscars are claiming that they're launching an investigation and they're saying that they wanted Will Smith to leave. No. And- leave like no they're gonna pretend that they give a shit which they clearly didn't as we covered there was he got us now we're back to oscars so white yeah and he got a standing ovation like no one was bothered in the moment and yeah it's just really strange to see people insisting on emoting over this it's like everyone needs to emote and it's like what are we doing like what is happening and then all the other people who were like and then all of the great winds of the night got overshadowed. Someone said to me, <laughs> someone said to me, oh, it was completely overshadowed that a woman won first director for the first time. And I go, well, it was the third time a woman won first I director. I was just going to say it's not the first time. That's so embarrassing. Clearly, you wouldn't have been talking about it. Any- One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST. And up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Anyway, because you missed it every other time it happened. It's so funny. You don't actually give a shit about the winners being overshadowed. If you care, you care. And if you don't, you don't. Like, don't lie. And then I also really don't like, I mean, this is bad feminist, but I don't like the narrative that it's misogynistic for a guy to smack another guy in the face when when he's, like, messing with his wife. Like, I'm sorry. Call me a fucking Betty Draper, but I think, I don't think it's... (laughs) Like someone was saying to me, it's so misogynistic that he thinks his wife can't can't speak up for herself. Of course, she can speak up for herself, but he wanted to stick up for her. Well, he and I also th- a person he knows she can speak up for herself. Hundred percent. And I also think if there was any part of him that was still a little bit like, for the record, I'm not little baby August, the R and B star who she had an entangle with for many years. He's very sick. He, I'm Will. And I will, I'll, I'm the daddy here and I son everyone and he did. And then he won right after. I fucking love this dude. I, I just love the Smiths so much. I could cry. They give us so much. Even Noreen, every oh single God. one of them. Yeah. I love the Smiths. Vulnerable. Yeah. I love all the, the time. 
I love Chris Rock. I love everyone involved in this. That was like my first reaction. I was just like, oh my God, whose side am I on? And then I was like, I don't have to be on someone's side. It's none of my business. I'm just going to watch everyone lose their fucking mind on social media for a week straight and make a PowerPoint about it. <laughs> well, and so this is, so two, two thoughts I have. Razzie, I want your opinion specifically because Razzie and I talk about this all the time, which is like ultimately the, there's two sides, right? There's the side of fear and the side of love. Those are the only two actual sides. So I'm interested, Razzie, in your opinion on like, because to me this was, this was in the name of love. I I I don't want to even like make it that dramatic, but like I thought it was a loving move, and now there's a loving way to move forward. That's a Gemini Scorpio perspective. I well, you know, we are who we are. It's our cosmic DNA, but (laughs) but it's like I don't know, like like Razzie, in your take, if there are two takes and it's fear side love side how do you see it from from the sort of that perspective of that like boiled down we're on the side of love and therefore right the the thing about this whole thing that i was more reading about of course because i follow so many people deeply entrenched in the spiritual world and their takes on will and his awakening and that you know his speech after was about love and being a vessel of love and that's what he wants to be and all of this, you know, whatnot. Yeah, of course, a part of him is coming from a place of love and protection of his wife and his family and his name and whatnot. And also a big smack in the face to Hollywood in general and all of the media. And, you know, I mean, he literally said it. He was like, yeah, we have to get disrespected in this in this industry all of the time. So he felt like this is my time to disrespect back or at least to stand up to that, whatever it is. So everything we we see on the media and whatnot is more symbolic than it is literal and straightforward and detailed. It's all symbolism, right? So it's like, cool. If this is a symbol of love, of him, of him t- taking his own power back in the beginning of every season, which is all about taking your power back, right? And about literally standing up for yourself and your own because fuck everybody else. This is what I'm, this is what we're here for. This is, this is what I'm, I'm here to actually do because this, these are the things I actually love versus the image versus like, what it means to be Will Smith to everybody else in the world versus what it means to be Will Smith to Will Smith, you know? So it's like how, what does anyone else's opinion matter? In a way, it is a, a message of loving yourself and and like really being about yourself and who cares the consequences because we're not trying to be a puppet for everyone else's narrative and everyone else's uh, playwright right at the end of the day so when you look at it like that yeah it is big love there's love there and there's a message of yeah like now and even like when Jim Carrey was talking about it a little bit and he was like yeah well Hollywood's not the cool kids anymore right so yeah Hollywood hasn't been the cool kids club in a long time really so at the end of the day in the midst of all this energy about authenticity too and individualism this was a very individual, authentic, like, this is just where I stand. This is what I want to do. I'm not going to violate. It wasn't violent. If it was violent, he would have stayed on top of Chris Rock until people pulled him off. I'm going to disrespect you right back. And you know what? Sometimes that's just the way it goes down. Sometimes it's the only way people learn. Yeah, I don't think the intent was to talk about a medical issue with that joke. Hack little throwaway line. He certainly came up with it on the spot. When people were like, oh, they have writers. It's like, no, the writers don't look at what people are wearing on the red carpet and then write it up. Like, no, he definitely came up with it on the spot. It was just a dumb little throwaway joke. Okay, H is widespread cancellation of all who took 
issue with Will Smith. This was a big one that's been in the last couple days because it took Whoa. research. So people who were, do I have, oh, I have those guys. Okay. So there was Jim Carrey who said that thing about, um, I would have sued him for $200 million the next day. It's like, oh my God, that's so embarrassing for you. And what else? And then everyone was like pulling up this clip of him forcibly kissing Alicia Silverstone on the lips when he accepted an award at some point. Look at my Instagram stories. It's on there. It's on Diet Prada. So like Jim Carrey got an award from Alicia Silverstone and kissed her on the lips and she looks visibly uncomfortable. And then he's saying he would have sued someone for $200 million. Please get out of here. And then um, the Zoe Kravitz thing, I think, is, well, I want to get all of your guys' take on it. I think it's overblown. But she said, like, here's a picture from the awards ceremony where someone got slapped because I guess that happens now, which I think was a pretty innocuous way to say it. She wasn't really pearl clutching. She was just like, wow, that was a crazy thing to happen. We weren't expecting that. And then everyone started pulling up these videos and quotes of her talking about how she was good friends with Jaden when he was like 14 and everyone's reading pedophilia into it. It's very strange. Okay. Anybody reading pedophilia into it needs to be looked into. Yeah. So we don't need to go on that tangent, but I feel really bad because now she's in the middle of promoting her biggest movie ever. And everyone's putting this really terrible thing on her that if you look at the quotes, it's not there. She literally said, like, I have to watch myself with him because I forget he's 14. And it's like, yeah, she's talking about not, like, cursing in front of him. She's not talking about, like, wanting to stick her hand down his pants. It's, like, so insane that people are making it out of this. But, like, now this is, I mean, this is a funny meme. But it's, like, this stupid joke. Now people are trying to cancel Zoe Kravitz. I don't think it's going to take off because everyone with a half a brain cell understands that it's BS. But... Now this is what everyone who says anything now, everyone's pulling out all their shit. And it's just funny because it's like this human centipede of Hollywood, like (laughs) eating its own tail and just everyone being like, well, here's what I think. And then everyone being like, oh yeah, because you fucking sexually assaulted someone on stage 30 years ago. So shut up, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's such an easy thing for us all to get hung up on when actually it was just a moment between peers that was actually interesting. Exactly. Um, then we have the literal murderers. Who what? No. Or the alleged manslaughterers. Let's Molly, say. I can't believe you did all this research at the beginning of the Zoom manual. I'm so impressed. <laughs> I know. Well, it was just already all in my head. So, okay. Alec Baldwin had the gall to tweet about this. Oh, I guess the Oscars are the Jerry Springer show now. Um, okay, but I'll, but but you're um, the murderer of the DP of your cute movie that you didn't actually fund properly, so the... Well, yes, he, he allegedly may have committed manslaughter, yes. <laughs> and, like, then O.J. Simpson also decided to, like, publicize... No! What did O.J. say? I couldn't find it. So, this is, this is how insane it is. It's like, everyone is so needing to, like, say their opinion on it, that it's become this like circus freak show of Alec Baldwin who literally could not have worse press right now if he tried weighing in on 
something that he should not touch with a 10 foot pole. Why is he even tweeting right now? He's, he's having his seventh child and preparing for a murder trial. Why are you on Twitter? This is the last one. It's LOL celebrities. This was my favorite reaction. People who are just like, what, what are we talking about? Why do we care? This is absurd. And then the other thing that I forgot to mention that I just want to mention really quickly was the people who are saying, wow, they're like desecrating the Oscars. This was so violent and terrible when actually in reality, in the 60s, Marlon Brando allowed a Native American woman to accept his Oscar for him, and they actually had to hold back John Wayne. Six men had to hold him back from going up on the stage and attacking her because he was so angry that she was up there talking about um, indigenous people's rights. So this is not a new thing. This is not like a crazy violent insane i don't know so okay that's my presentation i fucking loved it uh if anybody wants to chime in while molly is still here chime in molly excellent and even if you're not there radzi and i will look at the will smith astrology yeah and just send me the file because yeah yeah yeah. and we'll just put on the pod perfect i mean i don't want to get into it because you guys already did a lot of time on it but um i have a lot to say about the the chris rock and the um bro say it well i just think that you know it's just such a country like i get it people are humans we have flaws blah blah blah. but like the message that sends to our children you know like i see my sister you know telling her little girls not to hurt each other not to hit each other you never do that you use your words and then we see a grown-up doing that and it's like we can justify it all day long but then you can justify any violence. I will say that the take that I didn't see listed that was my reaction was, I forget who did it, but they were like, Janet Jackson lost her career over a nip slip. That to me is, we say a tiny, a tiny swath of our human skin can take away a woman's career forever because she has never recovered from that. And a man can go up and assault another man and people are defending him till they're blue in the face. And I, that's like not my, that's not what I'm here for. I mean, yeah. Elena, give it to her. Cool. So I'd say the flip side to that as within like the black community is Janet Jackson wasn't protected. Jada Smith was being protected. I I hear that. I think like that dynamic, like I understand your point, but I guess what's mainly happening in the talks I've had or I've been listening to in my community is that black men, we don't get protected. Janet Jackson completely got fucked over there or sorry if there's still children around. I don't know. (laughs) um, Like Janet Jackson wasn't protected period. And that in itself was a dynamic between a white man who threw her under the bus and no one else stood up for her. Whereas in this instance, yeah, I, I get that you don't want to set the example for kids, but it's like, unfortunately, the reality of existing in the world is sometimes you got to smack the shit out of somebody when they cross you. And again, it's it's not ideal, but I guess I've kind of projected myself in the situation to some degree because I've constantly had people projecting on me and pretty much dogging me to the point that I'm ready to, to smack the shit out of people. So it's kind of like in that instance of no one was protecting Janet. Whereas in this instance, Will Smith did something that in our community, most of our men don't even do that for us. Yeah, that's a really interesting point, right? That we're talking about protection here. This is, this wasn't like a slap that was like, 
like, it wasn't like a petty, he wasn't triggered by something petty or something small. He was triggered uh, in the name of his wife. And right, I would have loved to see Will Smith or someone else walk on stage during the nip slip and actually hit Justin. I call for that if we're going to redo history. I would love to see Will Smith hit Justin during the Super Bowl. No, and I, I, was your name Elena? Sorry, I don't see it. Yeah, she's their muse. She fucking rocks. Yeah, I, I don't, yeah, it's, it's, it's all. It's also complicated. I mean, it's like. It's all up, it's all relative and everyone is going to have their own opinion and I don't want to pretend that I know what's right or wrong, but I just think that it's all, it's just my opinion. I think there's opinions are like assholes and everyone has one if you're lucky. (laughs) She's just cave in real Aries right now. (laughs) Sorry, it's Aries season. I'm ready to fight, but I have a thought. I have a thought, but go ahead. No, I, I was talking about me as the she, but, um, no, I just think that my, my, th- I don't do well with violence of any kind. That's just my opinion. You know what it's, I had a boyfriend once, some guy tried to kiss me at a club and he, and my boyfriend went and, and, and punched him in the face. And I broke up with that boyfriend because to me, it's like, yeah, I want protection, but I don't want, I don't feel protected if you're committing violence, but that's just my, that's just my perspective but doesn't mean it's jada's i don't know how jada felt and i don't know how i mean it's always up to everyone i just feel like we i saw so many people jumping to to like defend this this person and maybe the janet jackson one isn't a good example but i feel like other people get canceled for way less and those are just my two cents but But i feel like no i agree completely i think the reason that this is not like a cancel culture kind of space is because it is the oscars and it's like at the point where you're at the Oscars, I think that you're at a level where you're sort I mean, even Alec Baldwin, it's like the dude shot his DP, he's not canceled. It's like, there's a certain level of cancelability that comes with elitism. Nicole, chime about. in. It wasn't talked about, right? This is being talked about. This is this is one of the only things of violence that is being talked about, but... but also, how do we define violence? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. There's way worse levels there. that some people can't even avoid. So if you can't even avoid the violence, and this is like secondhand nature, if it's not your, if it's not your nature to be around it, then that's great. But some, for some people, it's not even a choice. So it becomes like an even deeper look at like, was this really that big of a deal? When a lot of people don't choose, but have way worse violence around them, and they just have to deal with it. So for Will Smith, this is a way less than what could have been. Like, if that makes sense, right? Right, so like, it's a context thing. That perspective, it's like, well, is it really that bad? Maybe to a, a whole sect of people, but not to everybody, not to all of us. Right, I think you're so right that, like, depending on where we're coming from in terms of our comfort level with violence or what we've seen, and, right, to have a response, like, we all have a different response to physical, like, assault or in, in whatever way. No, we all have our different backgrounds. I mean, that but this is why like we we are we have cognitive dissonance as human beings yeah we say let's have peace and whatever and then there's wars and it's like you know it's just that's that's the world that we live in there's duality there's all of that stuff and we have to be realistic and I think for me it's not it's not if something's right or wrong it's just the fairness of like the different acts being treated fairly like you know like well and I think Baldwin's situation should have been totally like that's horrifying that should have been dealt with in a very serious way as well like i just think i don't know i think the fact that even this has become the talk of the oscars sort of like russell brand put out a video 
um, that I thought was great where he was saying like, to me, what this is about is like the end of this culture where we're just like mm. dumping excess and money into these like hoity toity events that don't actually mean anything. And everyone's up there talking about war and everyone's up there talking now about like violence at the assault at the Oscars. And it's like, why are there Oscars then? If the Oscars are literally, if people are literally slapping other people at the Oscars, haven't we, haven't we graduated from this archaic, like flex of privilege and flex of money. Like it's like the, it's like the, if everyone's so concerned totally. with with all of with violence no, period totally. across the board, it should have been canceled. Right. Well, like I mean, that's the other thing is I could also I can totally see other sides and other angles too. It's like if you want to say this was symbolically a slap in the face to the establishment, and that's sort of how I felt. Right. Sure. So we can, we can, we can have like a dramatic, we can have like a creative interpretation on anything. It's just like, to me, it's like, cool. If we're allowing that amazing. But then also like, I, I also think people should be able to be redeemed. Like I don't love the idea of like canceling someone and then having them lose their career forever. It's like, I think people should be able to apologize. I think people should be able to show that they have learned and grown. And, and, you know, it's like if other people in the past have lost their careers over, similar actions or lesser actions or however you want to call it. Like, I just would love to see there be space for all of it, I guess. If this wasn't such a highly publicized, like even the nip slip, a nip slip or a slap at a backyard party or at Thanksgiving is a lot different than on this, on the massive public stage that is the halftime show or the Oscars. And I think it's just, you know, if we want to preach a nonviolent society, then we actually have to create a nonviolent society. And right. that currently doesn't exist. So your, your sister can try to parent her child. Yes, of course, teach the kids nonviolence. Marin, if you're still here and you're listening, where's Star? You guys don't hit. Honest, the other thing that happened for me, not just going, okay, no violence. I felt a little embarrassed for Will after a few days only because I feel like when you get to that primal place of I am standing up, getting on, I mean, I think that Will was unconscious during this slap. Like, I don't think that he was like fully like, you know what? This is the time. This is the moment. I think he was, I think something came over him. We're going to talk about it. His Saturn, his Chiron, it's beautiful. But I think he was overcome with primal, um, response and that's what we witnessed and that it's that it was actually so vulnerable i think it was so vulnerable for will actually like to, to me to for him to have reacted like that like you you're, we're talking about a guy who's had a career since he was 18 he's been in the public eye he's been the butt of the jokes why are we talking about august whoever the or her, his wife's boyfriend i mean this guy has been embarrassed he's been shamed he's been called too white he's been called not you know he, he's been rejected from every community even though low-key we love him we watch every single thing he does because he's absolutely trustworthy in every single way for him to lose his cool like this then cry the speech after and then for him to go home and go wow now i have to be the guy who hit someone in public i think this was so vulnerable for him because I don't think he's a violent person at all. If he was, he would not be in a open marriage or in like in a, where entanglement. He, he, this guy is all love. He's so fucking all love. When, when someone who's all genuinely all love is washed over with enough energy to get their ass out of their chair at the Oscars and do something that I know in his right mind, his care, the character of Will Smith doesn't want this on his record. This is embarrassing. He was upset. To show how upset you are, especially at a glitzy, glammy event like this, is embarrassing. Like, like I, 
have dated people who in their passionate moments are righteous and right. But like a few days later, they're like, hey, for the record, though, all good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I think to show you care that much, especially for a black man at the Oscars who's about to win. We've only seen I, I, I'll be interested to see like my dad. I was like so disappointed in my dad. He's like, this is the end of Will Smith's career. I'm like, you're tripping. You're tripping, Andy. You're tripping. We got in like a huge, I couldn't, but that's, what, but that's why this is also interesting. Why did I get into a huge fight with my dad about this? Right? Like about, about his career. Right? And so I think what we were talking about earlier is so right that it's kind of like what this is really doing is bringing up so much of all of our own individual experience from whatever we've been through, whatever trauma we're coming from, whatever we've lived through this life. And it's almost like, because it's Will Smith, it's just like Will Smith, because he's such an innocuous, like loving dad, for him to be at this place, I think he's like mirroring where society's at, which is like, wow, yeah, we can preach nonviolence, but this is violent. And we are in a, we are on a violent earth right now. We've got a, the whole Oscars was peppered with Ukraine. I just hated how much they brought up Ukraine, not because they don't care about Ukraine, but because it's like, yo, if you care about Ukraine, why don't you donate your dress to fucking refugees then, ho? Like, what are we talking about? If we're, I'm using my platform right. to really give a shit. Well, you're not. Right. No, no I think, I think, the, I think what you said that was perfect though was about, um, yeah, something, anything. Oh my God, Andy. Uh, what you said was perfect was like that where it starts is at home right so the point is like what's happening on the screen which is happening everywhere way more dramatized in movies that we promote that we let our kids watch in children's shows so this is everywhere but like the point is who are we upholding this for as actors in this game who are we upholding for when in reality this is the reality off the screen so yeah, we should teach our kids 100%. We should teach them nonviolence. But, and we should show them the, the duality on the screen in, in life on the news. But at the same time, it really starts at home until we like end that, then it just won't be on TV. Then this won't even be talked about <laughs> at all. I love it. It is interesting though. And I, and I do think the children piece is, well, because I also think, and this is the last thing I'll say, and then you can do your, I don't know what your timeline is like, Abby, you can also come back later too. Talk's going to come back later too. This is all, it's a journey, the moon We go with the flow. Okay. But I do think it's it's one of the and Ellie, if you're still here, like I do think it's one of the most difficult things at this moment. Like I can't, I, I'm so grateful. I was judging myself for like five years, being like, "Wow, you're really not gonna like have kids or a husband or whatever yet. You're really like not gonna like get your life together enough to have kids." Now I'm like, "Wow, I don't know how I knew it was the end times, but I am so glad. I I do not envy my peers with kids right now like of course i would want to teach my child to, to live in a non-violent way i mean a million percent aside from that you know let's not get kicked out of school also you know what i mean like in every way we don't do violence but the whole world is so you know even like just like we were talking i don't know if you were here at the moon we were talking about like the travis scott concert and that woman who like climbed the who climbed the um like whatever the stand to tell the camera guy that there were like people dying, but like the language we use is so, there's people dying out there. He's killing, dying, killing, dying. These are words that we use not only to describe actual killing and dying, but also to describe when we, when we do well on stage, we kill, you know, when we, when we get asked for money from someone, we charge. These are really violent words. Our whole culture is, is we are gaslighted as human beings. It's very hard. What we're talking about is teaching ways of being versus ways of like behaving and words we're using. Yes, words matter. And yes, actions matter. But at the end of the day, if you're being loving and it looks like a slap, that's different than being violent and slapping. And if you're using words, I mean, 
everything in context. I think the, the actual lesson, if I were a parent right now, would be to try to, and it is very moon ritual stuff, right? Maybe this is just my context, but I think it's really about really asking before we, we judge or take action. What is the intention here? I don't think Will's intention was to ruin comedy forever or to promote violence or to hurt Chris Rock. I think he wanted to, to do something from a place of love so that even though, yes, of course, we don't want violence. And, and yet, I have been violent. There's a violent side of me. I have absolutely been, Nicole's laughing, I'm violent. So I actually was sort of put at ease when Will punched or Will slapped or whatever because I thought, oh, okay, you were coming from love, Sarah, when you fucking whacked that dude or when you fucking... My mom and I have gotten into... when we I'm not like from like a... We're not in like a violent home at all. One time my mom slapped me in the face and then she was driving. She slapped me in the face and I was so like fucking pissed that I slapped her back and then we had to pull the car over. She slapped me again. I slapped her again. And then we both started cry laughing. That's one example. Another example is when at one point we had a dog that was morbidly obese and my parents had no boundaries with him, but he was like dying before my eyes. He was literally the size of like the trash bags with the leaves raked in them. Okay. He's, he was an enormous yellow lab. It's unacceptable. Labradors are athletes. Okay. But my parents had no boundaries. So he would just literally open the bread drawer. We had to change it to the bread cabinet. Okay. And at one point, one day when I was a kid, I came downstairs and the door to the, the fridge, this is a great, I don't know if this, I hope the story makes sense, but the, the fridge door was open and Poppy, our dog, who was literally growing like flubber at an unbelievable rate. Okay. Was just licking the butter. And I flipped out and I ran upstairs and I was like, no. And I shoved the giant dog. And then my mom and I got in a fight and then somehow my mother like tackled me to the ground <laughs> and was like sitting on me and had tackled me because I tackled the dog. I mean, it was all, um, you know, I'm not saying that this is not the, the picture of suburban perfection. Okay. But I have most certainly been in moments where there has just been a swell. And I do think it's also because of a lack of outlets to even deal with that type of energy, that type of, because it, that is very Aries season, right? It's like Pisces season is all like, boy, wouldn't it be interesting if, or maybe this delusion is real, or maybe this is real. And we're all kind of in this foggy haze, but then we choose a narrative that we go, you know what? This is the fucking narrative. And then the minute it's Aries season, we got Mercury moved into Aries the day of the Oscars. It's poetic. It's like, then you, Aries is that primal nature to just be like, you know what? This is what I'm coming with. And you don't really understand it because it's coming from Pisces, but it's that first house energy of like, I don't know why I'm a Gemini rising. I don't know why I'm like this, but boy, do I love the archetypes, you know? So it's sort of like, I don't know. I thought culturally this was an important moment. No, of course not to, to, to promote violence, but I think to learn, I mean, if we're going to talk about it from the children's perspective, to talk about, um, first of all, how to deal with feelings and how to, even if Will Smith did this, how to deal with feelings. But then I also think to go back and not, it's not just the action. It's, you know, I'm not saying like when every time a boy puts his, your hair in the pigtails, he's flirting with you. I don't know if that's the right narrative, but I do think that just thinking about and raising children that are thinking more in terms of other people and where other people are coming from is a value, would be a valuable uh, approach. I don't know. Elena, what do you got? I also have to pee, but I'm going to mute and listen, and Razzie, take over for me as closer. I, I have to pee so bad, but I'm listening. Cool. I guess my thing is, I guess it makes sense in this circle about 
being intentional and gentle with parenting, but we're still in a country that's arguing about beating children and then arguing for we're not supposed to be a violent society, but there's still people arguing for physically harming their children for discipline. So it's just, we got a long way to go. It's just, it's a bunch of paradoxical performative BS at the end of the day. And of course we want to move in a certain direction, but when I guess the powers that be and the mainstream and whatnot are being performative versus the state of what society is, it just, it doesn't make sense to me. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Were you going to say something, Rosie? No, it's okay. You go. No, I just, I totally agree with you. I mean, I think everything is about perspective and it's all relative. Like if I, I, if I analyze it from like, if it was my boyfriend and he did that, that's one thing. If it's from like, just calling, you know, just, breaking through the fourth wall of bullshit in the world then it's like I think anything can be justified or not by any degree and I think like from that point of view I think it's 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 very valuable what happened in the sense of like yeah the performative like hoity-toity Oscars or any of these places where we try to pretend that there's like decorum and there just isn't in the world and like breaking through the hypocrisy is great and nothing is of that much consequence like him slapping Chris Rock or you know whatever anyone does like we're all humans we're all flawed it's just like just pick it just picking a an angle and I could defend like it's like debate team you know it's like if you gave me one side to defend I could like depending on my emotions in this given day I'll pick one side versus another and that's why it's scared that's why I'm not a judge and that's why like someone who would be a judge like that's a terrifying place to be obviously you're interpreting the law but it's going through a human's a human psyche and same with science like you know people who are who are making laws based on science like all of this stuff is just some human beings who had an idea and sure there's like case studies and you know numbers of statistics and all that kind of stuff but it's all still just like filtered through human flaw and human error yeah i agree Sarah the saying. whole world is basically a Twitter feed. Oh, <laughs> Sarah saying why? Okay, my bad. I was like literally just like chatting from the bathroom. I'm fucking out here just loose as shit. No pen intended. Welcome back to the Zoom renewal. This is has been such a beautiful journey. I'm so honored to share with you all. And now, the icing on the cake. We're going to talk about Will Smith's astrology in relationship to this new moon in Aries and how actually this motherfucker is cosmically aligned okay so i'm gonna share the chart (laughs) 25th of september yes it's my bar mitzvah (laughs) and the first day of sukkot juice 1968 in philadelphia pennsylvania okay let's take a look at his chart i yeah razzy you want to just i mean yeah i i use more words than you and it could take hours what is your initial thought and then i will you can i will just fucking pontificate for hours okay first of all he is a sun in libra which is the exact opposite sign of the new moon but especially the day of when this happened the sun was also in aries right it just got there in his 12th house right the the stuff that's hidden to him as well so it's kind of like this illuminated something that first of all took him off guard right he didn't see it coming even if 
you know, maybe it didn't seem like a big deal. It, it, he did not see that coming. 12 houses, stuff that is hidden to you. So now, remember, sun in Aries is the warrior, literally, against sun in Libra, which is justice, standing up for the underdog. Literally, that's what Libras do. And then he has moon in Scorpio in the seventh house of relationships. Literally, he has white asteroids in the seventh house. And now he's feeling something intense because regardless of like the scale of intensity, whatever he was feeling was like 10 times what was shown. (laughs) So it's like his moon in Scorpio, which just feels everything, all sides, even like the whole room of people feeling, you know, so it's all channeling literally through him so there was a huge energy gain channel through him as well as everything in Aquarius which is an air sign which trines his son Saturn trining his son Saturn is exalted in Libra meaning that Saturn also likes the sign Libra likes to be there likes to do you know what's right for justice and whatever the case may be so Saturn where all of this stuff is going down in his 11th house in front of everybody that's basically what that's saying like whatever he's feeling right now all the unconscious feelings 12th house is literally on display for everyone and he has to take this stand Mars in in the collective sun in air in Aquarius trining his son once again like bringing it to the world stage bringing it to his people and now being broadcasted right in the name of service right right in the name of service right exactly it's true I didn't even say that which his son is in the sixth house so and his wife is a Virgo right Jada is a Virgo which is sixth house energy only a Virgo could make bald work Right. And, you know, in that respect, just the gears of however he feels of her being in service and him, his own energy, even if his Libra in partnership, has this realm of being of service. To she others. was literally with Tupac. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And so he has that like, this is his daily life as well. And there's no separation from the Oscars to his daily life. So this was like a break in his life, real psyche of being like what the hell is really going on his north node is in the 12,000 Aries so his, his destiny is being altered somehow his literal life's work because his Chiron is on his north node and it's all in this spiritual subconscious house so the these little subconscious things that are now planting this all these triggers in everyone else's mind is really what he's supposed to do even though it goes against his son in Libra which is this cool I'm here for everyone I'm here to be nice I'm here to play fair energy saturn air in aries you know sometimes they'll say like saturn in your chart will show where there's like a past life lesson you didn't learn or like you weren't done with that work right so he has his wound his purpose and his responsibility Mm -hmm. in his psychic space in the liminal past life guiding him but he doesn't have access to its space to define himself but it's It's actually like he has finesse. I mean, he's had an incredible career. He is so deep and versatile. And I mean, for a Libra Scorpio, this guy's really like non-traditional down for actual, actual intimacy. And he's been able to make money off of looking kind of wacky or silly or whatever, but that's not it. What he actually was doing was getting all of our attention enough to do something like this where we might actually have a conversation. Like, I actually am so grateful that Abby brought her respective at the table as an Aries Cancer Capricorn because it's like, yeah, actually, if Will Smith, we're not talking about like some white judge's son who shoots up a school, God forbid, 
We're talking about Will Smith at the Oscars hitting Chris Rock. People fighting about the sanctity of comedy. <laughs> and like, you know, comedians' rights. It's like, you know, if it was anybody but Will Smith and Chris Rock, this might have been a completely different situation. But because it was them and because it's in the, in the framework of, of family and comedy, there's a sense of purpose to it. And it all is, it's making us all think a little bit deeper. And it's bringing up a lot of primal unconscious stuff. And where are you triggered? Or what do you think is normal? Or what do you, um, what do people deserve? Right? All very cardinal shit. With that, his, his rising is exactly square. The, uh, where's, here we go. The Pluto return of the United States. 28 degrees. The, Pluto in the United States is at 27 degrees. Now we're at 28 degrees. He's at 27 degree Aries rising. And this is in his 10th house. His career is going to be part of the thing that turns the wheel. Iceberg right ahead. If it wasn't Will Smith, we might hit the iceberg again. He's giving us a chance to have. Because we do. At the end of the day. Yes, of course. We do not want to promote violence. Billion percent, obviously. But, like, because it's Will Smith and because of the track record that he has Libra, uh, Libra Scorpio laid for us that is safe, even the best dads snap, okay? I was rich, now I'm poor, <laughs> right? Even the best dads. Make it a hashtag. Even the best dads are human. And, yeah, Kira, go ahead. Just as you said that, I just sent, uh, I'm sending invoices and I just sent a Venmo request to a dad that I have not had any conversations with, but I was like looking for mom's name on Venmo and I'm like, what? But I know they paid me a couple months ago and then I found dad and I was like, all right, add him as a friend, send the request, I sent the invoice. And just as you said that, like even whatever you just said, even good dads snap. And I was just thinking, like, ugh. <laughs> I just. I hope yeah, that that, that he better he he better. Oh, Chris is back. He, uh, yeah, he better have had his glass of red wine before he got that bitch ass Venmo request from this little hussy. The fuck music? Le- who agreed to music lessons? Who agreed to music lessons in my house? No, but but really though. Oh, hilarious, hilarious. We got a fucking crew. So. But but really, like, Will Smith is as uncomfortable as America is right now. I want to make that crystal fucking clear. Based on the astrology, this dude has been like, look, if I, he's been like, I will lead with me because I know it's my service to get it right. He's doing, a, I mean, I feel like, and maybe this is controversial, but I feel like the, the Fresh Prince was one of, like, it was like there was, like, a block of TV that was, like, truly, like, and maybe it's, like, even just whitewashing, but there was, like, Television where black comedy became mainstream. And it was like, like, at least for our generation, it was like Family Matters, Fresh Prince, like, um, what was the other one? Uh, Sister, Sister Moesha, that whole, that whole, uh, UPN block. What'd you say? Wait, wait, I can't hear you. Wait. Say. In Living Color. Yes, In Living, well, that was like, that was even beforehand. Like, In Living Color, and then the other one, um, what's the one? There were, that was like the big sisters that were like wearing hoop earrings and now here we are. Aww. But like, it's like, I feel like 
there was a moment where it was like, no, the Fresh Prince is now, it, the Fresh Prince was, became mainstream. He was mainstream. Do you know how much he is carrying? I love this fucking guy. I love Will Smith. I love, I've always loved him. And I want to, I want to talk about Scientology. Can somebody give me proof he's a Scientologist? So I want to know. But what's fascinating is like, yeah, we, we were talking, he has his moon, Ceres, mother, Juno, wife, Venus, wife, goddess, wife, partner, Mercury, voice, communicating for, so Athena, the wisdom, the strategy after staying quiet for a long time and then making some move that it's like, oh, the war has now changed. It's like, this was the moment. Square the collective Pluto with Chiron and with his Chiron return. He he suppressed this actual rage and experience and feelings on behalf of other people, on behalf of the collective, his whole life. Let the man slap Chris Rock. Because it is going to change the dialogue. We are talking about it. The moon is way long and Razzie's still here because Will Smith hit Chris Rock. Thank you. No, it's not right. Not No violence. How dare you try to kick him out of the awards? I will talk to whoever's in charge when I get to Hollywood someday. Hmm? But until then, I stand well. Anything about the astrology that we miss, Raz? Mm, no, I think we got it. I mean, it's just that Mars in Virgo and Jupiter in Virgo and Pluto in Virgo. If you're telling me that Jade is a Jade is a Virgo. Right. I wouldn't be surprised if Jade's son lands somewhere near his Pluto in Virgo. So Right? Because this is part of his she work. changes him. And it's not because she's being a like a demonic, like strategic person in the back. She just is a different person that changes and challenges what he is as a person and how he works and how he lives in his daily life. This is about Will Smith tonight. Will Smith's on everybody's minds and he's always been, is the truth. And so let's give a little space to Will Smith. The truth is the truth, which is that the Moonyule is the best Zoom on the internet during the plague. And that's just it. That's the fucking truth. So everybody listen, leave a review even if you don't. Fuck it. Just fucking say words. I'll sing them in lame this style. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles, the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.